I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. What a wonderful time we are having again, where the Lord has preserved us, and he has kept us going, and he woke us up this morning. Today's scripture comes from the book of Mark, chapter 4. There are a number of verses we're going to read, but before we do that, let's begin with a word of prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you once more for giving us an opportunity to be together and to hear your word. We thank you for waking us up every morning as your mercies are new every morning. Thank you again for the message we're going to look at. May it change our hearts, may we become different and be representatives of Jesus in a good way. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. The book of Mark gives us an insight in a day's occurrences. In early Mutsihari, Morena Jesu Christa Spendanako, Lebarutuana Bahai, and there are a number of things that he touched on as a lesson for us to pick on. Kerato Toma Kahore Rebale, three verses. Rotobala, verse 9, verse 23, and verse 24. And it reads this way, the King James Version. Verse 9 And he said unto them, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 23, If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. 24, And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. And I want to stop right there. Take heed what you hear. It is important all the time when we converse or when we're sitting down and somebody's speaking to us that we should take heed what we hear and Jesus emphasizes by saying he that has ears to hear let him hear because not everybody that has ears actually hears that's what Jesus is saying in other words there are people who have ears, but they're not hearing anything. And I'm taken aback when we were children, when we were told to do something and we don't do it, our parents will pull us with our ears because our ears were not giving us the hearing that we needed to have. So take heed what you hear. Hallelujah. Morena Jesu Lena and he's walking them through information and when one statement is said more than once it means it is very important and we see Jesus saying take heed what you hear and he that has ears and he that has ears to hear let him hear he says it three times because he was walking them through a particular message, likening some things or the message unto the kingdom of God. It's a mystery. 
and morena jesu christe are habu wale batu ubu wale bona not directly because they will not really understand kingdom language so he was using parables and taking things that they know so that they can have an association they were moving from what they know so that they can transcend into what they did not know and it would make it easier because he started them on what they knew and i'm not going to take the whole chapter but i'm going to pick up on a few things particularly towards the end of the the, the message that jesus gave to the disciples so verse 14 so jesus was talking to the disciples about four types of people but using the sower as an example because the issue of the sower and the seed was representing the types of people we have that's why the issue of hearing and taking heed of what we hear becomes very important so there are four types of people that jesus spoke about in this chapter read with me please as we look at verse 14 jesus is beginning to interpret where the seed fell as to what kind of people are those where the seed fell and the seed is the word of god day in day out sundays saturdays for those of us that go to fellowships on on those days sometimes during the week we hear the word of god and it could be via the television radio podcasts and very many other media but we hear there are things that we hear sometimes we hear through reading some things so jesus is walking them through the four types of people go with me please number 1 verse 14 the sower sowed the word and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown but when they have heard satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts so type number 1 people hear the word it comes into their heart but before it can get root satan comes and he steals it so their hearing basically did not help them at all why these are people that after going to church or after hearing the word of god they never go back to rethink and reread what they heard because if we go back and meditate on what we've heard that will make all the difference but these they don't do that they and I'll use another word they are the bench warmers they come so that the register be read and I, i gave them another name i say they are the wayside people because the seed fell by the wayside and the devil took it the second type of people verse 16 and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness so this type are very excited to hear the word so they hear it and they even give feedback you may recall sometimes we get into this kind of mode and mood where we say preach it brother say it uh, pastor uh, go back again pastor sometimes we say those statements now the question becomes 
has that word really settled in the ground? But the type of people, by that I don't mean everybody that says, say it brother, preach it preacher. I don't mean that they are actually this type of people. But one needs to evaluate oneself. And I call them the stony ground people. They receive the word with gladness. They are excited to hear the word. The challenge and the problem with this type of people is that they have no root. When life challenges come their way, and life challenges can come in a number of ways. One of the ways is where you get afflicted. And you get afflicted because you believe in Jesus sometimes. Or you get afflicted because you don't do what the common community is doing. And you get afflicted for that. And sometimes you get excommunicated by people you know and they push you aside because you are not in their league. You don't do what they do. And that is one form of affliction. Again, you could get persecuted for preaching the word, for living the lifestyle that the Bible requires you to. You can be persecuted. And we saw a number of disciples, the apostles of Jesus, they were persecuted because they were lifting the name of Jesus above those of the people of the day, above people who were in charge of synagogues, and they, they were not happy, and they got afflicted. So when afflictions come, unfortunately the stony ground people are offended and they immediately turn back. So sometimes they could be in church and they receive the word with excitement, but when challenges of life come their way, they leave. They are the stony ground people. The word doesn't get root. They don't also continually go back and revisit the word. The third kind of people, verse 18, and it reads thus, and these are they which are sown amongst thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So the word becomes unfruitful to them. So the third kind of people are, I call them the among thorns people. They are amongst thorns. Why? They receive the word, however, they care a lot about the worldly things. They look at how people look at them. They are kind of people that are in the comparative spirit. So they sit on the one side and they compare themselves with others. And they always want to be better. They want to outclass in most instances, and they want to show up and shine. So they care a lot about this world. The problem with this is that the world with its riches can deceive a person. I want to borrow a little bit from one man, a servant of God who has turned back to the ways of God. And he talks about how the riches of this world deceived him to a point where he was no longer preaching the message of the cross, but he was preaching 
a good film message and prophesying to people so that they can contribute money. He was looking for riches of this world and the deceitfulness of the riches got him astray. You may know the book that is called The Church Mafias. That's the man I am talking about. I Not only did I read his book, but I had the opportunity to talk to him. And he says the one thing that got him away from the ways of God was when he looked at other pastors who seemed successful, who had material gain, that he wanted to be exactly like them. And he began to follow ways of this world, which I won't get into in this episode, but the deceitfulness of this world, the thorns, ultimately choked him. These are the people who, who lusts for many other things, as the Bible tells us. And because they're looking for an immediate gratification from the things of this world, they get caught up and they forget who they are and the world just chokes them and they become unfruitful. Those are the among thorns people. The last type of people we're going to talk about are, we can read about them from verse 20. And it reads this way. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. Now, I call these people the good ground people. They receive the word and they think about the word they revisit the word on their own, not necessarily back in church, but they get home, they re-look at the word and they think about what does this mean to them. And then they apply the word of God in their lives. Wherever pruning is required, wherever the word of God touches their lifestyle, they allow change to happen. Whatever characteristics that may be displayed through their lives, they discard that if it negates, if their lifestyle is opposite to the message of the cross. These people become fruitful, and uh, as the next verse says, Jesus likens these people by giving again another part that people that were listening to him would understand. And he said in verse 21, he said unto them, is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not to be set on a candlestick? The people that are the good ground people are like candles, which needs to be put on top of the table. They are people that actually need to be seen on the pedestal. Their lifestyle become light in darkness. The way they talk, they actually change the thinking of others for the better. They are exemplary in their walk with Jesus, hallelujah. So four types of people. Let's just close. We have the wayside people, the word is shared 
comes into their heart, they don't allow it to really permeate their lives, then Satan steals it. It's gone in no time. The stony ground type people, they receive the word with excitement and they're glad to get it at the time. However, when challenges of life come, be it afflictions or persecution, immediately they get offended and they backslide. The third type of people among thorns people, they care about what this world can give and they follow the riches of this world. They lust for things in this world. They get choked and they become unfruitful and they leave the way of the Lord. The fourth kind of people, the good ground people. These are people who are like light on top of the table. They are people who are exemplary in their lifestyle. Question for you and I is what kind of a person are you? And what kind of a person am I? Jesus began by emphasizing a word. He says in verse nine, and I repeat, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said this three times in verse 23, as well as verse 24, be careful what you hear. So child of God, number one, what are you hearing? And that which you hear, number one, ask yourself, is it beneficial for your life in the Lord? Or is it beneficial as a way of life? Is it something you're proud of? Is it something that you are thrilled with, the way you, uh, you do things? Because the Bible tells us, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that which we hear, it begins to affect our behavior. And our behavior, if it is consistent or is constantly applied, it becomes character. And then we get known as those kinds of people. Which of the four people are you? Wayside people, stony ground people, among thorns people, or good ground people? That which you hear ultimately will affect your behavior and your behavior becomes a characteristic and if applied continuously it becomes your character, your way of life. Jesus wants us to be the good ground people. When we receive the word, no matter what the world says, let us remember he loved us so much and he came down to save us when we couldn't save ourselves. I wanna close with Proverbs 23 verse seven. And I'm just going to read the A part of it. And it says, this is King Solomon, the wisest king that ever walked the face of the earth, whom God said there never was a king as wise as him before he, he, he came, neither was there to be a king wise as he after he's left. So even Albert Einstein and all other people, the Wright brothers who gave us the aeroplane, and all other thinkers and philosophers, none of them, according to the word of God, match up to the wisdom of King Solomon. And he says this words, this is King Solomon in Proverbs 23 verse 7a, 
He says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, so is that man. Basically, the thoughts that are in the heart come out as manifestation through behavior in terms of what we do. So whatever you give airtime in terms of hearing, it is going to affect your thinking and your thinking pattern will become what we see ultimately. Jesus says, if any man has ears to hear, let him hear. I pray that we become the good soil people, that we hear the word and we follow it. If you don't know Jesus Christ, of course, and you haven't received him as your personal savior, he is the only wise God. And he came, he died for you, and he died for me. I urge you, receive him. And once you've received him, let us hear his word and go and apply it. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you once more for a time like this. We appreciate, Lord, that you being God, the big God, the creator of the universe, that your love has brought us so close to you. Thank you for dying for us on the cross and for pulling us back to make us your children. We thank you for all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.